phenomenal geek, anime mistress of the dorks, Dave with a unique perspective. You can join the show on the website at geekworldradio.com. Begin. Hey guys, you are listening to Geek World. We are your superhero super hosts, anime mistress of the dork, and the man who never stops talking. Dave! If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach out to us on Instagram or YouTube. We are at Geek World Radio. Um, so do that. So today, <laughs> today yes. we've got something very special to talk about. Uh, this, this is the thing, anime, okay? Yeah. We live in a society. We, we do. A society where the Snyder Cut exists and is out. Yeah, yeah. This this is something that, you know, it was rumored yes. for like what, two years? Yeah. I uh, mean it, it was like all these amateur sleuths were like, why are there so many shots in the trailer that was clearly these big moments that yeah. like were never in the original like twenty what, seventeen or twenty eighteen Joss Whedon movie? Yeah, and, and you know, granted in, in movies that happens. There's usually a scene or two here, you know, that that, that ends up in the trailer that, that isn't in the movie. But But this was like these were massive, massive yeah, massive amounts, things that seemed like, you know, in some cases almost pivotal plot points Yes, um, that, that didn't show up in the movie. And so, you know, there were people that were just like, no, there's got to be a different cut, you know, and, and you know, the people that, that knew sort of the situation behind it, you know, knew that, that Zack Snyder had, had started the movie and, you know, but, but then due to personal reasons, he had to drop out and then Joss Whedon came in and finished it. Yes, that's um, what we thought. And to the general public, <laughs> that was what it was. Yes. It was that Joss Whedon came in to finish it. Yeah. But again, then, you know, people see the trailer, they see the stuff, they're like, no, no, wait, wait, wait. Yep. There is clearly a lot more that 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 uh that Zack Snyder had had cut and there's there's got to be something more to this yeah, and, and so so then the rumors of the Snyder cut started yeah. to come into being and, and it wasn't even a rumor for a very long because Snyder went ahead and like addressed these rumors uh at a certain point uh and let people know yeah no I I have like a completely different movie uh, and of course, you know Warner Brothers like uh, saw an opportunity, and they, I think they forked over like I, I, I could be wrong, but I swear it was like seventy million dollars. It was a ton of money to finish this. Mm-hmm. And at first, you're like, how could it be that different? And uh, and then you're like, well, it's four hours, so obviously it's a lot <laughs> different. But man, we just finished it, and like honestly, we were gonna give it a day, but we need to talk about this now. Yeah, yeah. No, we might we might do more after that, like you know, after we've had a little bit of time to sit on it. But but I think you know talking about it right now is we've just come out of it and like there's there's i think there's so much that i think yeah. we want to talk about well it's always to address because this is the thing you know we like superhero movies obviously we like dc superhero movies and we even like uh, quite a few Zack snyder movies including dc movies and so i think we were both like most of the world uh very disappointed in the justice league movie that came out with joss whedon's name on it and uh and and i think that when we heard about the snyder cut and when we when it was about to come out we were like we were excited like everybody but you know you kind of hold this excitement back because you're like first off i love zach but bvs was not good nope and and also the and also how different could it be you know what i mean and also like even though he's you know pretty much canceled at the moment you know joss whedon has created some amazing things so we're like joss is awesome like how 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 much could he have like messed it up really and we just got done watching it and we're like Oh boy! Yeah, like th- this, there is a lot to unpack here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so I'm I'm just gonna start off on a not exactly negative, but not exactly positive note. Yes. I don't know what this is. <laughs> it's not yeah. a movie. No. It's not a mini series. No. Yeah. It, it it it's a thing. 
Yeah, it is yeah. a thing. You know, for for the for the nerd public like us, you know, people are probably going to marathon it. You're gonna watch those those four hours. You yeah. know, like maybe maybe take a a pause here or there to get yourself another snack. Yeah, you know, or whatever. But like the the general public that isn't that isn't as nerdy, probably best to watch it in its little six seven parts. Yeah, in the six parts. Yeah. So when we first heard about this, we thought they were gonna split it up, and like that's a great idea because it's four hours. And they didn't do it. It's four. Uh, it's a four hour movie, but luckily there are chapter breaks with cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and we even did that. Frankly, we watched uh, the first two uh the first two chapters and we took like an hour break to go do something else and came back and i think like that's the way to do it yeah because four hours of movie is just far too much for anybody yeah that being said that four hours is full of interesting stuff yeah it is it's full of interesting and exciting stuff it's full of things that actually make the movie make sense in a way that that the theatrical version joss's version didn't yeah you know there there are story elements that that were necessary for this and and very much for the characters you know I, i have to say you know one thing um one thing is that, like you know, Cyborg and Flash, you really got a good, good sense of their backstory. Yeah, and and Cyborg particularly. Yeah, like I, I think Joss destroyed the character 100%. In, in his version. Um, you know, it is I, it, it, it is Cyborg's movie. Uh, if you really look at all the heroes, mm-hmm. like he he is the one journey. that is he he has the clear character arc. Yeah, and and I think like it's it's a great story, and there's so much like pathos to it, and there's just so much emotion to it. Yeah, um, and I think and he, Ray Fisher is great. He's fantastic, and and I think you know the theatrical version really missed out on on that that the beauty of that story and the the intensity of that story 100 percent. i mean the theatrical version he was just kind of there on the, in the side and he, and he kind of just spit out a few lines of exposition mm-hmm. but he hardly did anything yeah and like in in the fact that like he it was so like butchered like yeah. his stuff was so butchered by joss and like i can see why you know amongst many other things like ray fisher was not a fan of the version that came out yeah now that being said you couldn't have had all of that stuff in a yes. normal length movie. Yes, you know th- this is this is where we sort of run into problems yep. because I am honestly happy with so much of the stuff that was in this, but it makes it so that, like I said before, what is this? It's not a movie. It's not. It's not even really a mini series because That's the thing. when yeah. when you break it up. Yeah. If you break it up into those chapters, the first chapter you're like, well, that was a lot of slow moving backstory. Yep. The second chapter you're like, okay, that was cool, but like it's it's its own thing. The, the, they things don't they don't feel disjointed per se. Yeah, but there's just a lot of stuff. Yeah, I, I, I'm, so much stuff. I 100 percent agree. I mean, it is the closest thing to a miniseries, but it's not a miniseries. Um, yeah, I think like when you were posing this question to me before, I really think honestly, what we're seeing is a guy. Who is, you know, Zack Snyder is in love with these characters. He's in love with the superhero stuff. And frankly, Warner Brothers just let him do what he wanted to do. Yeah. And, and he just did way more than anyone who is sane would have done. Yeah. I mean, the fact is, you're right. At the end of the day, like, you can't be putting out four hour movies, dude. Yeah. Especially four hour, like, CGI extravaganzas. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I have to, like, really give it up to, like, Warner Brothers and HBO Max. Like, we have been conditioned now to, like, be able to binge, like, high-quality TV shows. And, like, somehow this works because we have this at-home format of Mm -hmm. HBO. At least for me it works because, like, I gotta be honest. Like, my viewpoint of, of Justice League 
and frankly of Zack Snyder uh, over the last few years has been altered from this experience. Yeah, well, you know, in in the uh, in the Joss Whedon version, it didn't feel like these characters should be together. Yeah, like like you couldn't really understand why they why any of them made the final decision to to join up. Really, yeah. You know? Except for Batman and Wonder Woman because they had already been working together. Yeah, you know. But for everyone else, well, except for you know Barry Allen, it's like okay, well. The, it was all boiled down to a joke in in the Whedon version, yeah. but like, but there's there's more to it in in this version where you're like, okay, he he has even more of a reason to, and Cyborg has a really good reason to, and like you see how Cyborg's just nature is to be a hero, and and like, oh, and just just all of them coming together, and and well, but but this is the thing, like oh. you know, when Joss took it over, clearly when you look now at his piece, what he did was he wanted to like marvel it up, he wanted everyone to be really quippy, he mm-hmm. wanted like there to be a lot of like like um back and forth with people that was like um like uh antagonistic and you watch the x version and they all pretty much get along yeah. and like and like you know like aquaman's there to be like this isn't a good idea here and there but and, you know batman's a little bossy pants but that's like that is dc yeah i mean he he's x understands this universe it is not marvel yeah. it is not the same thing and that's what was crazy to me is watching i'm like oh my god this feels like the most dc thing ever mm-hmm. this feels correct uh and it also feels like everything that you know zach has laid down in the groundwork and 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 i think the other thing that you and i really felt you know and, and you've already mentioned this is the fact that like damn like joss did he did cyborg wrong mm-hmm. he did flash wrong and he did wonder woman wrong oh yeah i mean what he did to wonder woman like is bad it, it is really bad yeah like like well, she comes off so badass so awesome in in in, in the, this version, uh, in the, the snyder the Zach, yeah but but in the whedon version she you know she was just just there like, she was there and she was also used as like kind of like a, a place to like to ogle in, in like yeah. in, in sexual jokes thrown at that was the other thing I, I i realized is like the stuff that made me feel uncomfortable in the in the justice league joss whedon version was stuff joss added yeah it was the stuff with like um you know uh uh, uh flat they both flash and like her both fall down and like flash like lands on her boobs and she like looks at him and he's like Ugh. or like the stuff with um you know uh where um uh, Aquaman is talking about how hot she is and then we find out like oh he's been holding the lasso of truth the whole time and like you know he used her as a prop for sexual jokes yeah and you watch Zack Snyder's version and like she is the strongest one there when Superman is not there Mm-hmm. Like she is a badass warrior. He he showcased like um you know the the Amazons. They had like a whole thing that was so much more impressive than one was in Joss Whedon's version. Yeah. Uh, in the beginning, and it was just like I was like, well, you look now at what's going on with Joss Whedon. Not as shocking, but like yeah, it's it's nuts. Yeah, yeah. No, I I. <laughs> I just, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this so much more than I was expecting to. That's the thing. You know, and just even, like, even Batman, you know, Batman doing his Batman thing. Like, I, it's funny because I, I, uh, a friend was, was complaining about Batman using guns. It's like, I've, I've gone through this with people before. Yeah. How, depending on, first off, what era of yeah. Batman you're looking at. But it wasn't like Batman brought guns to the party. Yeah. Batman was just using the weapons that were around. And, like, this is just a much more violent cut. Also, he fought... Nothing but parademons yeah. the entire time. So why wouldn't he be using guns? And also, like, Batman uses technology. Yep. He is a guy. Yeah. I mean, they even made the joke of, like, you know, what's your superpower? I'm rich. By the way, I also want to mention, you know, Joss Whedon, comedy master, right, over here. 
all of the jokes that truly landed in the Justice League movie were from the Snyder Cut. Yes. Like the, what's your superpower? I'm rich. The best joke, which is the one when they're all fighting Superman and the Flash is running behind him and Superman's eyes turn and look at the Flash. Like in the, normal speed. In normal speed and the Flash freaks out. That was from Snyder I was just like watching this and I was like, I was like, okay, aside from the fact that it's four hours and that's insane, I was like, how am I this entertained yeah. for this period of time? Like, like I gotta be honest, like, I was pretty not, pretty much not bored at all during yeah. this four-hour period, which is completely ridiculous. Yeah, well, like, I, I kept on realizing that all the quippiness that, that Joss had added, it didn't fit, it wasn't warranted, it didn't, yeah. like, the characters had, didn't, a lot of them didn't know each other well enough to to quip at each other like that. It just, it didn't feel like it made sense, and, yeah. like, it, it was... It it didn't even actually lighten the mood. It didn't the way it should have, the way it would have in a Marvel movie. And when you watch it too, you watch it and you think to yourself during the Joss Whedon cut, you're like, they don't even look like they want to say these lines. Mm-hmm. And, and and you don't really think of it that time, but you're like, oh, everyone's just not very good. And you watch this, you're like, oh my god, like they had this great experience with Zach. They knew what they were doing. Yeah, and like and they knew what who the characters were. And then Joss comes in, and he's like, this is your character now. And yeah. you're like, wait, we just shot for like. 10 months yeah and all of a sudden like like all, all i could imagine okay so ray fisher is a stage actor right he took this for those role. of you who don't know that's cyborg. Cyborg. Yeah, yeah he took this role he's doing strong dramatic work in yes. this movie right like everything he's doing is like like you said pathos it's all like very it's very good acting it's very dramatic and then like all i can imagine is him like going in there and joss whedon's like say booyah say booyah and he'd mm-hmm. be like why would I say that? I'm like the serious guy. I haven't, I don't say anything like that in the entire thing. And he's like, no, people will love it. You're, you're like, it's so cool being a cyborg. Say booyah. No, I don't like being a cyborg. You know, like, I just like, all I could imagine was like the nightmare these people had coming back for yeah. these reshoots. Yeah. Because, yeah. because, because if we haven't mentioned yet, Joss came in and like, he shot like three quarters of his own movie. Yeah. That's why this cut was warranted because it is very much a completely different movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it seems like they also sort of redid some of the effects from from the theatrical version. You yeah, know, effects always well, get better years to years. Well, well, so. well. Some things were reimagined. Seven Wolf looked yeah. totally different. Seven Wolf did not have all the blades covering him. That was the other thing that was crazy too. Seven Wolf was a real character yeah. that I was like kind of enthralled with yeah like like before seven wolf just shows up and he's like a rando big bad and he's just there for a mission and that's it move on right in this like he is a character that betrayed dark side he's trying to get back in his good graces he's getting frustrated by the justice league stopping him mm-hmm. he's like a real character yeah and, and, and i was just like the, like that's the thing like so much is going on here okay so first off i want to talk about the fact that aside from that that like I was shocked when I saw the, the the theatrical version of Justice League and how much I did not like Ezra Miller. And mm. I was like, how is this possible? This guy is a very good actor. You know, we had already seen, like, uh, we had need to talk about Kevin. We know this guy's a good actor. And, like, how is he not very good? And, like, in a big part of it was just the cuts. Like, his open scene in this mm-hmm. where he's like uh where like iris west is in it too chris yeah. is playing iris west that open scene was awesome yeah it was really awesome and it really made you endeared to him instantaneously absolutely was not in the theatrical version at all yeah and and i just and i just realized like man like i would have loved these characters like after 
So when they announced the Flash movie before Justice League came out, I was excited. When I watched Justice League, I wasn't excited. I was like, I don't think Ezra Miller is very good yeah. in this role. Uh, and also, you know, Grant Gustin also being Flash too. There was that thing. But now I watch this, I'm like, of course they're going to make a Flash movie. He's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. He's really good. And it's just like, it's shocking to me how like different this experience is. You know, the, the other thing that I realized watching watching this version of it is is just how forgettable the theatrical one was for me. Yeah. You know, I, I'm watching this and I'm like, I, I gotta be honest, like, I, I, I've, I seem to have just erased it from my head. Yeah. You know, I, the theatrical one, it just, it didn't stick with me. Like, the, the things from the, like, the quips yeah. were still there, but that's not, like, a good thing. Like, it shouldn't be the quips. It should be the superheroes. Yeah, well, uh, some uh, some of the jokes I remember being, being that uh, that were in the movie that didn't end up in this version, you know, the Jaws jokes. But yeah, no, I mean, it's it was really forgettable. I mean, the thing for me that I remember is, like, all the stuff I was disappointed by in the Jaws version, I wasn't disappointed by in this. You know, a good example is the last fight in the very mm. end. Like, he very much contextually changed it for uh, Joss Whedon, contextually changed it. Like, in, in Whedon's version, it was like, a, you know, it was basically like um, a Chernobyl-esque town. People still lived there, so they had to, like, save um, the citizens while also fighting, you know, the bad guys. In this one, it was, it was the same thing they did in bvs where like it was uh you know a nuclear reactor was there like the it was an abandoned town for 30 years so they could just go nuts and kill parademons mm-hmm. and, and but not just that like i read the action so well in the yeah. Zack snyder version i knew what everybody was doing i wasn't confused it wasn't messy and all i remember from the whedon version was feeling like i don't know what's happening i don't know what who's doing what and, and and also it was just underwhelming. Yeah. And, and I was like, how? I was like, I know Zack Snyder shot this action or at least some of it. How does this feel so underwhelming? And it's it's really amazing the difference. Yeah, and the amount of of just sort of awesome moments that all of the characters get during the fights, where where it is it is like expressly their moments, you know, yeah. and like and them doing doing things their way, you yeah. know. So it's like Wonder Woman fighting like Wonder Woman, you know, Aquaman fighting like Aquaman, the Flash doing you know speeding around like doing the flash stuff like all all of them having their specific moments that are that are very much the way their character should have those moments in a fight and and the way that the characters worked together in the fight it just it felt good and like you said you could follow it you could like go from step to step and it all made sense as to what they were doing and why they were doing it at that point and how you know how they all worked together to to just defeat you know, to to come out on top. And it was all, it all made sense. And like, you know, especially when it came to like, you know, uh, Cyborg and Flash and and Wonder Woman, they all had also like their own like story development Mm. things going on during the fight. And that all kept it really interesting. And like, you know, especially Cyborg and Flash, like it was really like stupendous what was going on at the end. And I was just like, frankly, like, super shocked Mm -hmm. like flabbergasted frankly by watching this about how different it was and and how different zach's um whole like um what his vision was compared to what joss whedon did to the cut um and and, and even down to little minor things that don't matter like putting superman in the black suit Mm -hmm. which like is like for a nerd like me who like was there when superman died as a kid and bought all the issues leading up and after and him coming back in the black suit like that's like that's the price of admission Mm -hmm. like that's the stuff i want to see and like the fact that like he did all that stuff and it just got 
thrown into the dustbin so that Joss could do some other weird thing is just crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Like, and once again, I agree with you. Like, at the end of the day, this isn't a movie. You can't be putting out a four-hour movie. And I'm not saying, like, this is a work of genius. I'm just saying, like, I am fundamentally shocked by how much I enjoyed this. The other thing is that, you know, one thing that, that Zack Snyder can do is he can shoot art. You know? Right. Like, like it, really beautiful imagery is what you mean. doesn't make it a great film. Yeah. You know, and, and like I said, you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a, like a, a, like a progression of a movie should exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not but, a tight, right. But there were so many times where I would just like, you know, where they would have these gorgeous moments where it's just like, I'm watching moving art on the screen and it yes. is beautiful. And like, and I am just in awe. And some of those were action scenes yeah. and some of those were, were more still moments. But well, like, there's about 10 shots of Batman with someone looking at Batman from above with his cape, like float, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, waving in slow motion. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he will, he'll take any chance he can get to that stuff. And, and, you know, and he's awesome. Like, yeah, man, like that one part with like the, uh, the, um, Amazons were like, st- like stopping the wall and they were like flexing stop the wall I was like this is so dope and so cool and like I just oh man I felt empowered I felt like everyone was empowered in the cut and I felt like everyone was cool and I was just like having such a great time watching it like it's so funny like I've been so disappointed by BVS um and uh and and so disappointed by Justice League and I just I honestly expected us to sit here for four hours miserable yeah I thought for sure that was gonna happen and we and like it literally halfway through we're like we're really enjoying this, right? Yeah. yeah. No, like, like, no, no. It was like after every little like chapter break, it was like that was really good. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay. Just keep on going. Yeah. Yeah. Chapter one and two are are the toughest because they're building the groundwork. But like once you get like partway into chapter two, it's like off to the races. It's mm-hmm. like a fun time. Yeah. And, uh, and and like but all kinds of things like they gave new context to that made sense. Like they they went over the, like like Lois. You know, Lois was like a bigger part of this and how she would go to like you know the site where the statue was all the time. And like you're like oh they don't need that in the cut. Was well, like yeah, but how do you explain why she was there yeah. at the time? You know, like all these things they gave context to that like just like made the story make more sense. Yeah. Like it, it was really interesting. Yeah. And now you know th- all this being said once again. If, if Zack Snyder had tried to make this into a movie, I don't know what he would have chosen to cut out if it was if, the, if his version were going to be the theatrical version. Like, it, it, it still probably would have ended up being a three-hour movie, at that's least. That's the thing. And, so, and I don't know if they would have made, split into two movies. And just, I have no idea how they would have done it. That, yeah. That's the thing. But also, I, they did add some they, stuff. They did. But not they, that much. They added some really interesting stuff that, that we, won't, we won't spoil, but that builds out the world, the DC universe yeah. more. You know, they, yeah. they did some really interesting things and exciting things. Well, and... not so you don't think people have already seen it by now? I don't know. Uh, just in case, I guess. But I will say, um, I, I also, I just want to state like that the the I was so shocked how much more interesting and cool the Wonder Woman uh, intro was in yeah. this one. Like the fact is like the the way Joss did it, she bursts in, she stops some like random like criminals. It's really fast. It's like okay, and then like in the way in the way that Zach did it, we have a context. We know what they're doing. We know what the threat is. There's also like much more action she does. Yeah. That's way more interesting. Makes her look way more heroic and way more cool. And I'm like, what are they doing? Yeah. Why did you? butcher this and i gotta wonder like you know do you not like wonder woman yeah like didn't you want to make a wonder woman movie a long time ago is this like like so many of the decisions i just boggles my mind i'm like 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 
why are you mangling these certain characters? Like, honestly, the only character that didn't change that much in this cut was Batman. Yeah. Like, Batman's stuff is pretty much the same, and they added a little bit. But everyone else, like, uh, well, and Superman, too. But but, but even that, like, huh, we don't have the bad, you know, get rid of the mustache oh CGI. Yeah, thank goodness. Which is, like, yeah, really great. Uh, did you want to talk at all about, like, Joker showing up or anything like that? People know you about know what? that. I, I think, okay, I think we're, we're going to, to sort of... This is this is the end of our first impressions. Yeah. Um, but we'll we're gonna now go on to uh, you know in a want to get more specific about things. We'll get more specific about things. So we'll, we'll talk about you know some of the things that were different. And, yeah. And so if you like want to be spoiled, you know. Yeah, we'll, or, we'll or definitely talk spoilers. Yeah. So so if you if you don't want to hear about that, you yeah. should you, you should, should pause now. Yeah. Uh, and then you know watch it and get back because it's awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, first off, we want to do that. Then is there anything else you want to like say that's like surface? Uh, no, I, again, I I just enjoyed it. Just so really much enjoyed more. it, right? Yeah, yeah, like, and again, this is first impression. We haven't had any time to, to sit on it. We literally, yeah, just finished. Yeah, it. and so this might just be a fever dream. We might hate it in the morning, but yeah, so far so good. Yeah. Uh, okay, so spoiler alert, you got it. Now, uh, don't complain. So uh, they got Jared Leto back to be in the end. I yeah. got to talk about this. Uh, that was kind of great mm-hmm. honestly like listen I, I we actually both didn't mind him as the joker in suicide squad a lot of people did not like him uh and uh i really liked that he was there and i thought that that scene was pretty dope yeah yeah you know it's it's one of those things where it's like you you wonder if it's just a dream or is this part of the multiverse you know like they, they brought up the multiverse in this sort of fever dream yeah. like well i mean it connects with the with the dark future from bbs mm-hmm. right it's the same stuff and it's also batman with a dream and also you know barry was there uh with um the, you know the way he looked during that uh sort of vision mm-hmm. that uh batman had in bvs so we're assuming that this is like yeah this is like one of those like uh dark futures where superman turns evil and kills everybody yeah now now it's made pretty clear whatever happens don't let lois die yeah exactly she's the key what are you gonna do and and uh and uh, it was funny because i remember they couldn't get ezra miller back for the reshoots because he was doing um no they could get him back never mind they uh, this is really funny so Gal Gadot uh, could not come back because mm-hmm. uh, she was busy or whatever. But Ezra Miller was shooting Fantastic Beasts like two, three. And so they did do some extra stuff, but he shot it. The Fantastic Beast people shot it <laughs> for the Snyder Cut. Oh, that's so So funny. they did add some stuff, but I, he wasn't in that last scene. It didn't look like it, at least. It looked like a CGI face. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that scene with Batman and Joker was really cool in, in, in the in the future. And, you know, the big thing with Zack was, like, he thought it was a real shame they hadn't really had a scene together. It, it's also interesting because that that's... Like that version of the Joker, it's it like it felt much more jokery yeah. than the Suicide Squad version for sure. And and he got to be like, and there got to be some like you know fan favorite stuff. Like he mocked him about you know uh, killing uh, Robin, killing Robin, yeah. yeah. And he you know and there was like a whole thing. And you know, listen, this Jared, Jared Leto's uh, version of the Joker is a bit of a, a edge lord. You know, he does say things that like are pretty pretty out there even for the joker uh but i i just enjoyed having him there i thought he was really cool i liked his look too which is just jared leto uh with long hair and stuff but i thought it was cool can, can i just say um they that that we live in a society thing that yeah. they put in the trailer uh, not not in the cut nope 
there was that, that was, was clearly marketing genius. Yeah, that was that yeah. was pretty. That was yeah. pretty spectacular. Well, did you hear about when, when all that happened? Did you see the the article about how that there was a um <laughs> there was like a oh, what are those things called where people uh, a petition so that uh, that people would that they would add uh, we live in a society to Joker mm-hmm. to the actual Joaquin uh, Phoenix movies uh, so that you know it, yeah but anyway so long story short they were very aware of that and it was really funny it was a great job um, but yeah I mean I. I thought that was really impressive. Um, you know, uh, did, did Joe, because now we're in spoiler land, I can't remember if Joe Morton died in, in the, uh, I think he did, but wasn't it like, did he just like I die in no the apartment? I, I swear yeah. that he died in the apartment when the parademon showed up in the beginning of Joss Whedon's movie and like was not right. anything else, which is crazy because he had yeah. so much screen time in this movie. Well, and it was such important screen yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they never went to that lab in the movie. They just cut was, that out. God, so much. Yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do a little little research. We'll, we'll, we'll come back real quick and do a little research just in case. But like, also, man, like I could use. I love. I, I, I can't imagine being like Kersey Clemens and getting like cast as Iris West mm-hmm. and like not being in the movie. Yeah. It's crazy. And I, you know, she didn't do much in it, but I was, I love seeing her there. Um, I just like, I don't know. I, I gotta be honest. Like I am really happy that Warner brothers put up the money to do this. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, and, and really, you know, my big thing is, you know, listen, we're, we'll go back real quick and see if there's any other big things we'll miss. But my big thing is like, is this like, are we going to see more of this? You know, like after the Snyder cut, somebody did a thing about how, um, apparently like you could, there's like an R rated cut of Mrs. Doubtfire because of all the ad libs that, (laughs) um, that, um, Robin Williams did. Are we going to see more of like this stuff of like extended versions or like totally different versions made for these streaming channels? So, you know, the thing is like in the past we've gotten director's cuts, you know, they, they, they'd come out uh, on, on Blu-ray or DVD or whatever. Yeah. And, and it's always like interesting to see or, or Blade Runner has how many different cuts? At least five. Most movies don't have this particular kind of situation where where there's this much extra stuff. I think, you know, possibly in the future with all these streaming things, we'll have sort of planned extended cuts. Yeah. You know, um, even even like, you know, with, with Watchmen, how there was like that extra stuff that, you know, you would only get if you had the DVD or whatever, like the, the all of the there's what that whole animated segment mm-hmm. or whatever you know it, it's these it's these things that that there's there's more story more to tell you know and i think in the future there might be more planned stuff but i this this was a kind of unprecedented situation you yeah. know it's like you said even when someone else comes in to finish a movie generally what they do is they come in and they finish a movie yeah they don't come in and change everything and reshoot it to make it their own movie it's like, crazy it, it was it was, uh, You're right. This is a very bizarre circumstance. Yeah, um, you know, and honestly, I'm so glad that they did this. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm glad to to see more of what Joss's vision was. Again, this wouldn't have made a great movie. Still, like it's it's too much for a movie. Yeah, but this this thing that it was well, <laughs> worked it, for me. Also, you know, since we already said, like, spoiler alert, like, bringing in Martian Manhunter. Oh my god, that made me so happy. And not just that, but, um, was Slade it? Slade Wilson? Um, so, well, Slade Wilson was in, was in, uh, the, the original one. That, that little, uh, Again, I don't, yeah. I cannot, Yeah, the Lex Luthor thing, uh, the Lex Luthor thing with Slade Wilson was in the Joss Whedon version, but 
the uh, Harry Lennox stuff where he plays Martian Manhunter was not. But I remember him giving an interview a few years ago where he said that his character for Man of Steel was going to turn out to be Martian Manhunter, huh. but they never ended up doing it because that was stuff that they ended up like shooting for this because that because yeah. that's what Zach did. Zach's like, I had a vision, like let's finish it. Yeah. Uh, and and okay, and then really the other big question is like you think they're gonna have him do another one or do you think this is it this was just the swan song here you go we're like moving another direction like I, I think it's all gonna depend on how this ends up doing yeah you know I think I think depending on the success of of this that's that's gonna like what if they what if they you know come out and they're like you know a hundred million people watch this yeah. you know on our server like and, and, well and, and then the question is like do they do they just do like do they do a series? Do they do a, like, what do they do? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like how, how is it like, you know, you can't contain the Zack man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do you, do you go, are they going to go let him do a four hour movie? I mean, also, you know, if they do let him do it again, like, okay, is the plan to let him do whatever he wants and have like a theatrical cut and then an HBO max cut that's twice yeah. as long? Yeah. Because like, once again, as awesome as this was, you can't put a, four-hour movie in a theater dude this is that people aren't gonna watch that uh and and we are in a weird quarantine time like the only reason this happened is because this quarantine yeah you know like they would have never done this if everything was normal they would have just like we're moving on yeah and so like uh it's just really interesting but i will say like i don't know it felt right and maybe it's just because i got conditioned from like man of steel and bvs to the snyder stuff but like i don't know i watched this and i was just like yeah i dig this this is this feels right yeah uh, and uh, I couldn't believe what Batman in the future said about Harley Quinn, though. I was like, oh, oh my God. gosh. I was yeah. like, how dare you, Batman? Uh, yeah, I, uh, this is this was fun. This was a fun time. This I'm- was. Okay, so next step, taking a look at the actual differences. Yeah. And we'll, and we'll chat about that. Sounds good. Okay. Okay, so now we've had a whole day to digest the uh, yeah. cut. I'm still, I'm still pleased with it. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's really good. And I, I don't, I wouldn't change anything that I said about it. I mean, the only thing I would say is that like, I think I came from a place yesterday of saying like all the stuff that like worked, um, was from the Snyder Cuff and the theatrical version. And there is always a chance that like some of the stuff that some of the jokes maybe Joss did may have ended up in the Snyder Cut. I have no idea. Uh-huh. Cause you know, if, 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 so, if Zack Snyder, if something was really good, I can't imagine he would just be like, no way I didn't shoot it, but who knows? Anyway, yeah. long yeah. story short. Yeah. You know, and, and after hearing from some friends, what I am learning is that if you didn't see the, um, you know, if you didn't see the theatrical version, I think you have a slightly different perspective on this. You yeah. know, uh, some of our friends, like, I don't think that they liked it as much as we did, but, but the comparison is yeah. really where it comes into play. Yeah. And we're, and we're geeks too. Yeah, like, I think true. that we, you know, we see the effort that he puts in for fan service and we appreciate that, I think, more. You know, like, for instance, you know, Batman's Batmobile uh, at the uh, at the very end of the movie clearly is a spinning image of the Dark Knight Returns mm-hmm. Batmobile, the tank. And it's like, you know, that goes a long way for me. Um, you know, I, I just try to describe it as, uh, you know, to my friend of like, you know, it really is sort of just when you see something that's broken and doesn't make sense, then finally you see all the other pieces of it. You just appreciate it more, you know, but, but, or, or another example I gave today was like, you know, imagine like there's a tablet that nobody has ever like deciphered. Uh, and then they finally decipher it. And it says like garbage goes out on Tuesday. Yeah. You know, it didn't, it wasn't the meaning of life, but at the same time, like that 
question mark is no longer there. Yeah. And there's something pleasing about that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. But, but I did learn that, you know, people, like, after watching the Snyder Cut are like, I'm in for another one. That's with the thing, yeah. And and so it doesn't look like... I read an interview with one of the people running uh, DC and WB, and it doesn't look like that's their plan. It looks like their plan is to got, kind of go more into the multidimensional thing with a new Flash movie. And, uh, and I, I just... You know, listen, never say never. The fact that they spent all the money to make the Snyder Cut happen yeah. is exceptional, and you never know, but well, I don't think their plans are really moving forward, especially they have I, a new Batman. That, I mean, that's true. If, if uh, I mean, but that might be a one-shot, you know? It might be a one-off kind of thing. It's. I mean, they're going to do a trilogy, of course. Oh, are they? Yeah. I mean, you, is that, is think, that the plan? Of course. They hired Ryan, Robert Pattinson to be the new Batman. They're not just going to make one Batman movie and, and that'd be it. You never, you never know with Warner Brothers anymore. That's, no, you that's do. What I'm you like... do, though. I mean, like, Christian Bale had three movies. I mean, the only reason that um, Michael Keaton didn't have three is because Tim Burton left. Yeah. And, uh, and the only reason Ben Affleck only had two is because of what happened with Justice League. Yeah. I, I... mean, the, 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 there was even... Uh, they even had a, they even showcased the fact that like at the very end of uh, this movie, there's that scene with Deathstroke and uh, Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. and in the original Snyder Cut version, Lex Luthor tells him the the name of Batman, and the whole reason he does that is to lead into the Ben Affleck solo film, right? So you know, so that was always the plan. Yeah, it's just you know, it just just didn't work out. I mean, Justice League bombed. Yeah, and everything changed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it. it I. I still wonder, you know, if, if this sort of continues to be successful. It does seem to be successful, although I don't know what the metrics, like, what that even means for, for like, something on HBO Max. It, like, honestly, like, it might be successful, but at the end of the day, like, it was such a big loss what happened with Justice League. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when you, and, and, and I, think, I think they just realized that, like, people saw what they were trying to get away with. People saw that they were trying to do this... Uh, you know, speed up the whole like Avengers thing. Yeah. So I just think, and also you got to remember like Justice League, like Aquaman, that was one movie starring one uh, of these uh, Justice Leaguers made like twice as much as the Justice League theatrical cut. True. So at the end of the day, like there's really no point in, uh, in them doing this. But anyway, uh, uh, let's, we were chatting about, let's go over some of the differences because I actually looked them up afterwards. Uh, between uh, the Joss Whedon uh, version and the Snyder Cut. Yeah, so this will be a lot more spoilery than our than our other segment. Yeah, we've so, already been a bit spoilery on this half. Yeah, so. exactly. So it, at this point, it's like either you don't care about being spoiled or, you know, you've already we seen it. We gave you fair warning already. Yeah. Well, first off, uh, the screen ratio is 4x3 now. Yeah. So, which you know, I'm sure you guys noticed. Which which would have made sense if any of us could watch it in IMAX. Yeah, yeah. But alas, it's fine. Uh, the biggest difference is uh, J- Joss added a lot of jokes that weren't there. Uh, you At know, the expense of a lot of storytelling. Yeah, and especially a lot of jokes with Cavill when he had the mustache. And so that's why like, you get a lot of weird stuff like him you know, asking Batman, do you bleed? And it's like face looks all weird because he's got a mustache they had to remove yeah. and it was all unnecessary i don't remember one joke superman had in in the uh Whedon version that i was like oh wow oh also like wh- what is it like superman is not jokey no like the character is not is not quipster yeah no that that was the crazy thing like clearly they brought joss Whedon in and they're like make this as 
funny as possible while reusing all the action. Yeah. And that was like his job. And, and he just kind of went, you know, further than that. So uh, we already talked about the fact that Wonder Woman fight is a lot longer. The Amazons uh, fight uh, is also a lot longer in the beginning. Um, you know, just a lot of the fights are more epic. in general. And a lot more epic. Um you know, they added that, just we added that scene with Batman uh, using a uh, using a burglar's bait uh, to lure out parademons because he's already aware of the alien invasion in the theatrical version. In the beginning. In the beginning, uh, before anything, he just already knows whereby in Why? the Snyder Cut. Because he's cause Batman. Because he's Batman. Because <laughs> Batman. Exactly. Uh, where in the Snyder Cut, it's because uh, Superman's scream uh, uh, turns out the mother boxes and are basically like, let Steppenwolf know Earth is ready to invade, bro. Uh, let's see, what else is going on here? Um, you know, a lot a lot of the differences really are with Cyborg's story. You know, I think yep. you, you brought it up uh, earlier, but, you know, one of the, the really interesting things is that this is kind of Cyborg's movie. You For know, sure. So much of it is framed around his story. And, and you know, Joss Whedon took that out, just sort of eliminated everything interesting about what cyborg was doing and and in doing so took away a lot of the important story elements just uh, the meaning of of all of it just we didn't just he killed cyborg and his thing not only did he like take out like you said like most of his arc he like got rid of pretty much the entire character of his father except for one or two scenes uh-huh. he also depowered him like crazy yeah like the fact is like his mother box technology I mean, in, in oh. Joe, in Joe, in, uh, in his father Silas's like uh, recording of him, he could like take he can take over all the technology of the world and like in like crumble uh, countries and change the monetary systems with his power. That is so much stronger than flying around and shooting lasers. Yeah, well, and even going back, you know, into his backstory when you find out that he's in, like a genius and and a, yeah. and a hacker and you know, in addition to being an athlete and. You know, he's kind of like, he's kind of amazing. And and Joss took that out and is just like, no, no, you go shooty, shooty, bang, bang now. Yeah, exactly. And also, he's completely the integral uh, person when it comes to actually keeping the mother box from destroying the planet mm-hmm. uh, by uh, by separating them also takes that out. Yeah. is That was not in the theatrical version. So Cyborg got, like, completely decimated in, yeah. the, in the weeding cut. Yeah, it's, it's just really interesting, you know... It, the way that that cyborg got completely uh, destroyed yeah. in the weed and cut and and the way that that you know wonder woman just just sort of became sexual fodder yep 100 percent yeah and 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 he was also trying to build up this like weird relationship between batman and wonder woman because they added a bunch of scenes between those two where wonder woman was just kind of like momming him i remember like yeah, is- like he was like bruce wayne was all like you know, bruised up, and she's like, "You got to take care of yourself." And he's like, uh, "After this is done, I'll take care of myself." And it's I'm, like, I'm like it's cares? like, I'm sorry if anyone's going to say that to Batman. It's Alfred. Yeah, that Wonder like, Woman cares. Alfred doesn't need another mom, and Wonder Woman doesn't mom people. Yeah, no, she's like, "You're a warrior like me," and like, if you go down, then I'll just like do my thing. But yeah. like, she's not going to stay around. I'm stronger than you anyway. I don't need like. I mean, your money's still going to be there if you die. Yeah, but also like, what's crazy is they added a bunch of like Wonder Woman. Woman being like this 
really not being like Wonder Woman with Batman, yeah. but they but they truncated a lot of her action mm-hmm. that made her a dominant force. Yeah, uh, and also like there was some funny like there was a lot of Alfred scenes he cut out too, including yeah. some with Wonder Woman that were like really fun. And that was it's weird. It was like get rid of all of Zach's jokes and put in like you know put in your quippy, quippy stuff. Like yeah, your quippy stuff that that is completely unearned for any of the characters. Like the 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 relationships haven't built enough to warrant the quippiness between them. And what was crazy is like how much he changed uh, Flash too. Like he added the yeah. scene where like Flash was like um, telling Batman he didn't know how to fight and he didn't know what to do and Batman's like just save one person. But in the Snyder version, Flash not only like was able to fight, but he like clearly had a much greater understanding of his powers than yeah. we knew as an audience. Like because Barry is very smart and clearly Barry like had you know figured out his powers yeah, early he didn't on just get them yeah no he was well aware of his capabilities which yeah. led to like a really amazing scene at the end that was also never in the theatrical version that was in the snyder cut yeah well i mean the thing is it's like you know barry he doesn't really fight per se a lot of it is him avoiding yeah know, avoiding contact and and just being faster and, and running the energy out of out of uh out of his enemies. Yeah. You know? And and they use that so well. Snyder used that so well. And Joss had just like no understanding of how to do it. No, he was just there to make like little jokes and smile a lot. Uh, also, another huge difference is just Darkseid. Darkseid not only is not in the Justice League theatrical version, he's not even mentioned in yeah. it. Uh, they, they have that flashback fight. Um, from days of yore in the in the theatrical version, it's shorter, and also all the like body model stuff of um, of Darkseid they turned into Steppenwolf, which is so silly. It's like I just remember when people when people were like, "It's Steppenwolf." It's like, why does anyone care about Steppenwolf? I know, like, and and they don't. But Steppenwolf as as a minion of Darkseid, like that's that's a totally different thing. Yeah. And not just that, but, like, they also showcase uh, Desaad, Granny Goodness, mm-hmm. and Apocalypse in the Snyder Cut, which was not in the theatrical version. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I just really liked that fight more, the, uh, the, the old-timey fight more, too, because, you know, the Lantern was in the theatrical version, but because this is R, they show Darkseid cut off his hand, mm-hmm. and the rain flew off, which is amazing. And we also get to see uh, Ares... From Wonder Woman, played by David Thewlis, mm-hmm. like 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 you know, taking down Darkseid in that battle, and that was amazing. Yeah, and for a fan, it's like what? And see, that's the thing. There's a difference between like me and you, and like everyone else watching it. You and I have seen all these movies, and so for us, it's like they got freaking David Thewlis yeah. back, who is the villain for Wonder Woman, to be awesome in this one scene. Yeah, like no, that's great. It's it's a mix of we've seen all these movies, and we like we have we're familiar with a lot of the comic lore of you know, a lot of the comic lore for the characters. And so there was so much to be excited about in the Snyder Cut. Yeah. And and so much to be frustrated with in the theatrical version. They, they really should have looked ahead. And when Wonder Woman uh, was telling uh, Cyborg, you know, uh, I lost somebody I loved once. Yeah. It really should have been like, she, she said, I lost someone I loved twice. You know, no, she lost him once the second time. She willingly gave him up. Oh, see, there you are. Yeah. Well done. I'm I'm impressed by that, frankly. I thought you were going to be like, ha ha, LOL, you're right. But there you are, defending everyone. Defending Zach. Yeah. Defending Patty. You are like, you know, you really like a member of the Justice League. I I am. With room for more. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. 
There's going to be seven chairs pretty soon. Well, eight, because Martian Manhunter is a... Oh, my God. Look at you. Just killing it at every turn. Yeah. You're right. Martian Me Manhunter. Me and Martian Manhunter. We already discussed this, but Martian Manhunter was in the Snyder Cut, and he wasn't in the just in the uh, Joss Whedon version. I liked how he looked. I, they just made me so excited. Me too. I love, I love Martian Manhunter. Like, He's a great character, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. He he oh he's always just a good character to have in there. He's just very like I don't know, there's something really wonderful about him. Yeah. Don Johns. Uh let's see, what else is there? Um, like I said, more Alfred scenes. Um obviously in the Snyder cut, uh Superman going back to the Kryptonian ship to get the black suit. Mm-hmm. Uh and Superman meeting Alfred. I remember when the trailer came out, uh one of the many Justice League trailers, there's a scene where Alfred looks up and and said, uh he told me you'd be coming or something like that. Yeah. And we were all like, oh my God. And we assumed it was Superman, but nobody knew. And then it was never in the theatrical version. It was like, this could not be more frustrating. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like, in, in the theatrical version, there were so many things of, and then this person just magically showed up here. Like, you know, it, it makes sense why Superman showed up when he did, where he did, because he knew where to go. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I guess Superman could zip through the city, like, yeah. I, I guess to find them, but that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And you know, also like, um, God, it's just like so much. Uh, and then also like, you know, um, the whole thing with, uh, cyborg's dad, superheating the box that mm. they could find it. Yeah. Instead of just like randomly knowing where it was. Uh, you know, I mean, all of Joe Morton's stuff was, was cut out. Not only that, but like also his, uh, his partner in star labs, Ryan Choi, mm-hmm. uh, is the second Adam yeah. in the comic book. So they even removed like a DC hero character or at least like, another, you know, another got to add another chair to that justice league. Exactly. So if, like, you add it, if you're keeping me in then nine now. Yeah. So we, it's, it's going up quick. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, also, you know, just like we're finding a pattern here too. He reshot. So in the Snyder Cut, there's a scene with Martha and Lois, and it's, like, really heartfelt and sweet, and it's about Martha being worried for Lois because she basically kind of low-key quit her job from the planet. Although it does turn out that that's not Martha. Yeah, true, but still, it's a really sweet scene. It is. And then, like, Joss Whedon reshot that so that they're at the Daily Planet, and Martha calls Lois thirsty. That's and it's like, just what are, gross. What are we doing, Joss? Like, come on, man. Uh, and uh, like, what else? Uh, oh, there was an amazing montage of like what would happen if they if they um, if uh, basically a dark future montage mm-hmm. where we see uh, in the Snyder Cut where we see Wonder Woman's funeral, we see Apocalypse like using his crazy laser eyes mm-hmm. that like move all over the place, and Superman being evil, and like that was awesome. Yeah. Also, not in the Justice League cut, not mm-hmm. in the uh, not in the uh, theatrical cut. And I thought that was freaking great. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then, and also, like, everything had to do with the fight at the end was different, uh, from, like, Superman showing up. Like, the scene where Superman shows up in the Snyder Cut is so much more rad. When he shows up, like, like, right as, um, Steppenwolf is about to, uh, axe, um, Sorry, when he's about to act cyborg, yeah. and Superman deflects it and goes, not impressed. Oh my god, that was so good. And then freezes his axe with his freeze so breath. So good. I was like, what so are you good. doing? It was, such, it was such an epic moment, and it like it played so well. And once again, you know, it's just the, the artistry of how Snyder shoots things. Yeah. You know, the, the beauty of the shots and the and and the like understanding of the of the comicness of it and the like the characters and oh and I just it, it's so frustrating that the theatrical was what it was. But again, I'll I'll say this again. 
I don't know what this is. I don't. I still don't know what the Snyder Cut is. Yeah. You know, it's a four-hour, like, massive thing yeah. that could not properly be condensed into a proper movie. Right. Yeah. You know. No, so, it's true. like, you know, for for all the things I can complain about, they couldn't have released this in the theater, nor would no. I have wanted them to. No. Uh, nor would breaking it up into two movies have been particularly effective. Well, I was explaining that to a friend today who was who's not interested in watching it and hasn't liked anything Zack Snyder's done in a long time. But I was like, listen, dude. I was like, I really like it. However. If we sat for four hours and watched this in a theater, I would have, like, literally never gone to a Zack Snyder movie ever again on principle. And this is from people who sat through a Marvel marathon. Yeah, exactly. And and because that's the thing. This was perfect for HBO Max. This yeah. was perfect for taking something at your own time. But I am not holding in four hours of pee for uh, uh, a, you know, Wonder Woman-Alfred conversation, no matter how great it is. Yeah, seriously. Where, where Alfred tries to tell her that, you know, tries to mind the way she's making tea. But it was really <laughs> funny. And that's the thing. Like, I... I really enjoyed it as what it is, but you're right. You can't really look at it as a movie. It's not a mini series. Yeah. It is like it's you know Zack Snyder's DC superhero fantasy. You know, it's like I, I watch it and I wonder, you know, if if Zack had been able to to make it as he wanted when when it was coming out, what would he have cut out? You know, yeah, I think no, I I think it would have been three movies. I think he would have cut out a lot of. I think he would have cut out a lot of stuff that would have gone into like a second chapter like that like that he added more stuff in later because honestly there's just too much yep you know i i don't know what he would have done so and, and and also they added stuff too the stuff with the uh the stuff at the end with the joker and batman mm-hmm. was added for the snyder cut the stuff with martian manhunter meeting batman at the end was also from the snyder cut so yeah and, and that's all like there's so much interesting stuff where it's like is it Batman's dream? Is it a premonition? Or is it a uh, an alternate universe? You know? The dark stuff? Uh, the, the, the stuff in, like, in the desert. The stuff that yeah. it seems like it was his dream. It's, well, yeah. I think we're supposed to believe it is, it is the reality of the future that will be. It's just, like, he's having, like, premonitions of it. Yeah. Yeah. But because it, apparently it, it could, like, it could play into the, you know, multiple universe thing you know yeah. because that plays into the flash movie well apparently you know zach snyder did do an interview because he doesn't think they're actually gonna ever ask him to do another justice league movie and his plan for the second movie spoiler enough you know if you know but i don't think i'll ever make it is basically like dark side comes down and does make superman evil using the anti-life equation and so all that dark future stuff happens and then the flash has to go back in time in order to like alter the event so it doesn't happen mm. that was kind of and then there was going to be like a giant battle at the end kind of kind of uh, kind of like the uh battle in in the oldie days or like the battle in the uh end of uh, avengers endgame mm-hmm. where like everyone gets back together again to to stop yeah, the, more, the the Atlanteans would actually, yep. you know, the especially, I mean, which military. makes sense, especially because, uh, you know, Arthur Curry is now, yeah, is now actually the king, yeah. So anyway, long story short, oh, oh, and I, oh, I almost forgot, they, uh, also Volko, yeah. Willem Dafoe as Volko. And Mira um, was back, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, that was the thing I did miss, so Mira was in the Justice League theatrical God, cut, I don't remember but that. it was much shorter, and they changed, they, they just made her sound like Amber Heard, she's got like some kind of odd Irish or Scottish yeah. accent in the Zack Snyder version, which the, which just made her not would t- uh, stop doing. But, um, that really dope scene where she's like pulling the blood. That was so cool. Out of Steppenwolf. That was taken out. Cause once again, you know, it just seems like 
the women got really depowered in this. Yeah. Which is kind of odd for the guy who, like, you know, made Buffy and, like, you know, yeah. Firefly and all, and all these, like, you know, badass women things. It's really strange. Yeah. But... Yeah. You know, what can you do? What are you going to do? Anyway, uh, I, I think that's really it. I mean, listen, we pretty much went through everything. So at this point, if you haven't seen it and you got spoiled by everything, we I warned you. We warned you, but also at the same time, like it's it's an enjoyable thing to watch. It is. It is like we we didn't spoil enough that that like that you shouldn't necessarily like you know it shouldn't stop you from watching it. Especially also, they had like five trailers that gave away almost everything that happens anyway. That's so. true. I mean, the thing is, if you're if you're a fan of the DC universe or if you've been watching the movies, I think that it's worthwhile watching this. But again, don't don't try and sit through it in four hours unless you get so engrossed in it that you can't stop. But yeah. like, just break it up. It it it's in like six chapters in an epilogue or something. Yeah. But honestly, you know, going back to something we said yesterday, I think I I think you and I both assumed it would be four hours of kind of sitting here suffering through it, kind of like what. Uh-huh. Um, BVS felt like, yeah, and it wasn't. It wasn't after after the first, especially after the first two chapters. It flies, yeah. It's really like exceptionally like engrossing for as long as it is. Yeah, for sure. Well, guys, you know, we'd love to hear your opinions on this too. Um, so you know, reach out to us on on Instagram or uh, or YouTube. We're at Geek World Radio. Um, and you can uh, also uh, comment to us uh, on our website, geekworldradio.com. Absolutely. Okay, guys. Well, we'll be, uh, we'll see you next week or. Whatever. Well, great ending. You really stuck it. I think they're we'll, starting to take that chair we'll away. I don't know. Starting to take that Whatever, chair away in the it. Justice League. You end it. We'll catch you next week. Or whenever we do the next one. Yeah, it'll be next week. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Good. Next week. Jesus. Whatever. What are you doing? I don't know. You are. You're tired. Off the Justice League. You were on it. Okay. You were so good. Back to eight chairs. And now, yeah, it's done. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. You're giving back your time. I'm giving back my chair. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's bad news. Bad All news. Right. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>